0: hello everyone and welcome to episode 57 of the work in progress podcast it is officially the last work in progress interview before 2019 so you guys know it had to be something special for this episode i decided to do a collaboration with the cal poly creators network for those of you who don't know what the cal poly creators network is it's basically a new club on the california polytechnic university campus that's really built to help creators connect with one another so say for example if you're a photographer but you don't have a lot of friends who are models you can you know post on the page or DM them and say, hey, I'm a photographer, here's my work, can you post it up? I'm looking for models, they'll post it using their network, and then hopefully it'll turn into some sort of a collaboration. So I really support what Jared was doing in terms of helping creators, um, you know, collaborate and really pushing to help them strive together and build something really special together. So that's kind of like what the mission of this podcast is all about. So I knew we could do something special. So after DMing a bit back and forth, I told Jared, hey, let's do a collaboration between my podcast and the Cal Poly's Creators Network where you can pick three creators um, to highlight and we'll do a panel style interview. I'll give you guys a host of uh, different interview questions and then each different creative type can answer the question. Jared picked an awesome bunch of creators to highlight including himself. He is um, you know into videography as well as photography. He's done a couple music videos um, and also has his own clothing brand called Stairway Shells, which is super dope you guys definitely should check that out alongside Jared we have Lucas Wegmuller who is a third year studio art major at Cal Poly very talented artist Um, and you can really tell that Lucas just sees things from a different perspective and that's definitely showcased in his art as well so definitely check out his Instagram so you can get more of a visual representation for his art Last but not least, we have Jerry Cortez, who founded the Cal Poly uh, yoga community and is a yoga instructor and working his way towards becoming an empowerment coach. Uh, Jerry is a really awesome guy. I actually knew him from prior to the podcast, and he graduated as an engineer and has kind of figured his way out throughout college to find what he really wants to do and what he's really passionate about, which is helping people activate to their full potential. So guys, as you can tell, we have a wide range of creatives on today's podcast, and I think you'll get to hear a lot of the different perspectives that they have in their different artistry types and such. Uh, overall, I'd say that the one thing that is a commonality, even though they're working in different fields, is that you know they very much embody the work in progress mentality. Um, they're just kind of in the process, and they're always looking forward, always looking ahead, but never putting too much pressure on themselves and never looking backwards. So definitely excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I think it's a great episode to end 2018. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to, you know, some or maybe all of these episodes. It's crazy to think that it's 57 episodes now, and I've just been loving the whole podcast journey. So definitely excited for 2019 and what that's going to hold. And I can only tell you that the podcast and all the other projects are definitely going to go up from here. So. Peace out, guys. It's really not about, well, who are you and how old are you? It's really how much time have you spent on a given platform.
1: My, I think my one piece of advice, especially for young people, is just like
2: every day, try and figure out how the world works.
1: Compared to changing the future of somebody and doing it for the greater good. That
3: is, in my
0: opinion, the best idea I've ever come up with. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Work in Progress podcast. Today's interview is a collaboration with the Cal Poly Creators Network in San Luis Obispo. I have three creators here, wide range of talents and different artistry types, so I'll let them introduce themselves.
3: Hey, I'm Jared, Uh, Jared Fisher. I helped start the Creators Network last year in the winter. Uh, I've met two of these collaborators recently, and these are two good friends of mine. I work on a lot of projects, music videos, streetwear brand, a uh, bunch of stuff. My name is Lucas
2: Wegmuller. I'm from Santa Cruz, California, and I'm a third year studio art major at Cal Poly. And I make large scale drawings as well as some installation and sculptures work. And uh, I also do beatbox performance.
1: My name is Jerry Cortez. I just graduated from Cal Poly. Um, I helped start Cal Poly community yoga on campus. Um, I'm a yoga teacher and I'm all about building community and also working my way towards becoming an empowerment coach and helping people activate to their fullest potential.
0: Wow, very cool. You guys all have something going on that's like different in the mix. So I guess what has like led you to your current like passions now, you know, for um, Jared, I know you're into like fashion as well as like videography. So how did you like stumble into these different art forms?
3: So uh, I got interested in doing music videos and I've done a little bit like with my cousin starting out. But then I was like, actually, I was inspired by SOBRBE in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. Two uh, members went to my school, so I saw this come up and this hype surrounding this group, and I was, like, inspired by... And then uh, I went forward, and I was, like, hitting up my friends that were doing music in the Bay. And then more and more friends reached out. My buddy connected me with uh, E-40's nephew, Kalen Hardy. And then I started, like, making more videos from there. And then, like, got interested in the fashion and started doing the brand, but that kind of came, like... I was interested in that for a while and then I sort of started that like freshman year. I've
2: kind of been working on drawing since I was really little, um, but more towards, I guess, high school. It was kind of my means of like introspection and kind of figuring out my identity and sort of my like main avenue for thinking about concepts and kind of like reaching epiphanies within myself. And, um, I began college doing graphic design because I thought that was sort of the more uh, kind of feasible way to make use of my skills in kind of a career oriented way. Um, But after my first quarter, it didn't really feel like the right fit because I felt like I was putting aside schoolwork to make time for my personal art. And I had some encouragement from friends and teachers to sort of switch over. And I think that's been a better fit because now I feel like I'm sort of learning the vocabulary that I want to have to be able to express myself and kind of find what I'm interested in.
1: Um, So I guess for me, um, my main form of art is yoga. And I found that at Cal Poly when I was really, really stressed uh, studying engineering. And the first time I stepped on my mat, it was a way for me to feel present in my body. And it felt like everything outside of that room didn't matter. And I felt just more connected to myself. So um, two years later, like it's led me down to a path of teaching yoga now and just seeing the huge impact that it's had on my life and seeing how we're connected, yet at the same time, we're very disconnected from ourselves and from each other. I want to help bring that connection back to people. Um, And I'm all about collaborating and bringing people together and sharing our unique gifts so something that's been like coming up a lot this past week is like expression and how beautiful it is for all of us to be able to like express ourselves and yeah I'm just here to help people express themselves including myself something I'm working on within myself Um, yeah
0: very cool very cool so um you know I know that with everything that you guys are working on you know, yoga, um, even beatboxing and art as well as, you know, videography, there's all like, you know, nuances to each of these art forms that take a lot of time to perfect and to really get better at, you know, what's your, your guys' strategies been to get better at, you know, your given craft, have you been working on it for years? Like, you know, do you carve out time on the weekends? Is it ever hard, you know, to maintain like friend time versus alone time to really just get better at what you're doing?
3: I started out doing like videos, like I started doing music videos later, but I did really begin like, I've almost always been into videos. Like when I started out, I was like fourth grade, I was editing for a Star Wars club and it was like, we were knocking down fortresses with paper, with balls and like action figures. And I was just watching that video. It was like, I was inspired by my little, like that was fun. Cause, because we got everybody's name in it. We got like, all these kids had their name on a credit for a video. And it was like, it was the randomest stuff, but it was really interesting. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I think for me, drawing's kind of like my home base in terms of art making. Like that's kind of where most of my ideas begin. Um, and I think that's something I've been interested in since I was really little. But I think for me, it's it's been a lot about like being resourceful, like I think honestly, like YouTube and like having access to a lot of like online tutorials and like hearing other artists speak about their work has been really helpful to me is like making sure that I'm using my time to consume content that helps me in finding how to like say what I'm trying to say or hear how other people talk about concepts that I'm interested in. So I think a lot of like, you know, connecting and reaching out with other artists, like I have a friend group at home that has a lot of different, um, a lot of artists in different mediums that I've been able to sort of have at home critiques and craft nights and be able to work alongside each other and get feedback from each other. That's really supportive and also critical in a really helpful way. So I think talking about and writing about your practice and kind of being able to communicate with other people so that you have a better understanding about what you're working on.
1: Yeah, it's cool to see how with both of you guys, it goes back to like your childhood and things you enjoyed when you were younger. So I feel like a lot of it is just thinking back to our past and seeing what it is that we've always liked since we were little. And I know for myself, like it wasn't necessarily an outlet, but something that I could remember from when I was was younger is that I always cared about how people felt. Like I always wanted to make sure that people like we're happy because like we're here to like enjoy life. Um, so that's something that's like now trickled down into like what I do in my life right now. And yeah, like balancing between like the introspection and and being extroverted. It's like surrounding myself in my art and in my craft. So if I'm, if I'm on my own looking up YouTube videos, like reading books, and if I'm out and about, then like, you know, being in an environment where I'm around those things and it's just like really like immersing yourself in your art. Like you'll naturally like keep growing. Maybe you won't notice it like a day from now, but like when you look back on like a few months or a year, you're like, Whoa, like I've actually like learned a lot. I've grown a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, because, like, when you surround yourself, especially with, like, people who are like-minded, too, like, you just pick on their habits, too, or and, like, what their vocabulary is, so, like, if those people are, like, people you look up to, then you can, like, watch YouTube videos about them, but then also just, like, going to events where you're surrounded by them is, like, a great way to just, I don't know, actually learn from someone, just even through conversation, which is very, I think undervalued like the value of just conversation and what you can learn from it. So I guess like the main thing that we all have in common, right, is that we all go to, we all went or go to Cal Poly. Um, So how has it been like, I guess, you know, being creative within the constraints of like an institution?
3: Yeah, me and Lucas were discussing a little bit yesterday how uh, we're both in the art department, but we have like different concentrations and there's different rules and history and constructs that all were like based in these different fine art categories. And there's it's a whole different persona and role you have to play. And we're just thinking like some ways it kind of puts a pressure on you to look at like the artists of the past and consider it like that but we live in this time like more and more artists are showing there's virgil Abloh, there's kanye west there's all these examples of people that are like doing all these different things and owning it and like that's what they're not saying i'm a music artist i'm an artist so that same with me i've been doing directing photography streetwear but uh i found it really important to like focus your like social media use in ways where you're like sorting, you're organizing, kind of like collecting inspiration and you and in like subconsciously you do it, you just collect everything that resonates with you and then eventually you have like this whole collection that's like a mood board of like what your style, what your aesthetic, kind of what reflects and what the other things you see. And then like going forward on projects you have like all types of inspiration if you need colors or just compositions or backgrounds whatever you can like check it out like wait from your own inspiration yeah I think
2: going to school is interesting going going for art because I feel like in a way you're trying to apply structure to something that's so inherently fluid and kind of kind of chaotic because you're sort of trying to explore both your conscious and subconscious thoughts and you don't want to to learn all of the rules and then feel too rigid in in obeying those rules. So I think going to school has been really helpful in that I'm better able to talk about what I'm doing because I'm, I'm beginning to learn the language, which is really helpful. But I think also keeping in mind that you have to, you know, retain your individuality and make sure that that is an equal balance between understanding like the formal qualities of art making and also sort of the like more spiritual kind of psychological part of it, which I feel like is where my, my voice can come into it.
1: Yeah, all right, here I'll move on. <laughs> It'll come back here. It'll come back to you. Just to nudge me and I'll pass it back. Um the first thing that this reminds me of, the first thing that came up was someone said, Don't let school get in the way of your learning. And I feel like that's something that resonated with me during like my last year and a half at Poly, because I was studying engineering Mm -hmm. and like engineering and yoga are like two opposite sides of the spectrum. So what I found myself doing was that my last year and a half, I focused most of my energy and my intention towards like yoga and the things that I loved. And that energy like helped me get through my last year and a half of engineering or else like... I was considering dropping out. But again, I was like, I'm, I'm almost done. So let me like do something that fills my cup up. And then whatever overflows, like I'll put it to engineering. Um, So that's, that's how, how things unfolded for me. But um, I really do appreciate that Cal Poly is all about like learn by doing and that like we get that hands on experience. I feel that's something that has helped all of us. And the connections that i've made like it, it's all worth it because like i've met some cool so many cool people from like different backgrounds and being able to like collaborate and have all these like awesome experiences and i mean look at us now like we just graduated but we're still like collaborating with cal poly people so mm-hmm. i definitely do appreciate that aspect of it um
0: Yeah, no, and that's a great point because I was just going to, like, ask you guys about that. So how has it been for you individually, right? Because you're all in such, like, kind of different spheres. I mean, they all overcross somehow, but, like, how's it been, you know, finding people to collaborate with? Do you use social media? Do you, like, meet them in person? Do you go to events? Like, what's been your strategy to find people, like, you know, just to collaborate on different projects with?
3: I know there's a been a creative community in slow there's like sub sessions there's people who have been doing festivals there's all these groups and collectives but like as a maybe sophomore or freshman I didn't really like I hadn't tapped into a collective or a group yet really so like my idea was to create that page the careers network with Paul I only, I only had like one dude I was like dude I got this idea we started making video like there was not very much support with the whole thing and we it grew pretty big. I mean, right now it's in a slow stage. I've been really busy, so we're trying to get it back going. But uh, that was initially we knew, okay, there's got to be all these people who want a real easy access. Like if you want a collaboration, you have a project, you want to pitch it, let's get a page or a network where you can share and find resources or other people. So like we did that and yeah, I have, I have good connections and now it's just like finding the time to make time, coming up with a concept where you know what you're doing and then having the energy and momentum to like get somebody excited about it and get somebody who wants to support it and help you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the art community is, it's, it's smaller here than say like a larger city or somewhere else. Um, so I think for me it's been kind of a process of realizing that when I resonate with somebody else's creative energy to actually act on that and reach out instead of just kind of like be floating around working on your practice individually, like actually making the effort to connect with other people. And uh, what I wanted to say earlier was um, something that's, that can be hard about going to school for art making is that the frequency at which we're working on projects is, is a really high demand of coming up with new concepts so frequently. And so it's kind of been a balance of, you know, finishing a project and having to come up with new ideas immediately after you've already kind of explored one thread so deeply. So kind of making time to, like, have new experiences to kind of, like, absorb more information and ideas and then be able to put those into your art. Because I find when I'm just dedicated to my practice, I'm not, you know, having new experiences and new ideas to work with. So I can kind of be kind of wringing the towel dry, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Because, like, yeah, with everything that we're all doing, like, you want to just stay inspired. And, like, in, no matter what you're doing, you want to stay inspired. So that's a really good point. Um, definitely going to ask a question after that. But I'll let Jerry take the take the mic on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got so deep into that. I forgot what was the question. <laughs> the, the, the question is, how story.
0: do you find uh, collaborators, um, oh, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I feel like if you at least from my experience, what happened was that I, once I started looking for it, I found it. But prior to that, like I wasn't looking, so I didn't find anything, but it also helps when someone goes ahead and creates the space for you to like gravitate towards. So like with Jared, him creating the creators network, I remember like, I was kind of looking for something like that. And then when I found it, I was looking. And then when I found it, I was like, that's so cool that like someone created that space. So, um, yeah that's been that's been my experience on on finding
3: things
0: yeah and uh to touch on lucas's point about you know having to just like find new experiences to stay inspired like stay inspired is like super important to this whole process right because that's like the difference from a project being a month-long project versus like a year to five years so how have you been able to like continue to be inspired with your given crafts
3: yeah so i guess i could take the example of my brand it's been two years it was slow and it keeps going slow because you know you don't have that much money to buy bulk samples and get like a product out there and know how many people are going to buy it so I've been doing different strategies trying different manufacturers um, deleting my feed like restyling my feed figuring out a lot of the like whole identity and the flavor of the brand itself and building it and then getting my friends to understand it and then give them the clothes and then they support it. So it's been a whole process and it's two years and now like we've had where finally random people are buying it now. So that's good. Not just people that I know. So it's good. Um, it just shows if you plant seeds and it has a right like intention behind it, cause I had just like the whole intention behind the brand was just the idea of like connecting with yourself. Um, the symbols inspired by like the universe the fibonacci spiral like the way things all right where was i, I was talking about the?
0: you were talking all about right. the universe higher yeah. i just put I was, I was a really lot of energy there.
3: into the symbol of my brand it, like i want my brand to first off it's inspired by dragon ball z if you watch goku he's got his gi and on the back there's a really bold symbol so that's like what i the whole concept just came from a feeling i was like I want to feel this unstoppable feeling. Basically, this feeling like the world is yours for the taking, like that kind of feeling. I was like, "All right, that's like what I'm thinking." And then that's kind of sparked the brand and then it kind of shows like if you have a good seed of intention, things just develop in a good way and can resonate with others. Yeah.
2: Um for me, I feel like art making has been like so much of a sort of like self-development process and uh, so I think for like staying inspired I feel like it's lucky because I feel like you know we're so young that we're kind of constantly changing and I feel like our identity is really fluid right now and so kind of like through my art making I feel like I can kind of take whatever those kind of like floating around background ideas are and kind of try to triangulate them and sort of make connections so I feel like when a piece is successful for me it's sort of grounding some sort of loose ideas that I had and kind of like realizing the connections of why those are on my mind and how they kind of connect to my values. Cool, yeah.
1: Um, So staying inspired, um, for me, I've noticed that some of the challenges come with accepting failure because I find that it's like easier for me to like stay inspired. But then once like I hit like a roadblock or once I like trip up, then it's like, ooh, like how how quickly can you get back up and keep going? So I feel like it's like consistency and how Jared was talking about his brand, how like over two years now he's been able to see the results, because I'm sure there's been times where he's like struggled and how to like reformulate what his project is, but by being consistent with it, like he's he has like strangers buying his clothes now. So, so yeah, that's that's how it's been.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I was literally just thinking about the next topic was going to be failure. So the fact that you brought up failure is a perfect segue. Um, You know, I guess like it can be like, any sense of failure, right? I think failure is just really prevalent in businesses because businesses fail. Like, that's pretty easy, right? If you hit zero profits, like, you failed. But in terms of artistry, it's kind of like, you place different metrics on yourself. Uh, If you put out your art on social media, maybe it's based on the exception and praise of other people. Um, I guess, like, how do you set goals for yourself and how do you measure if those goals, um, or if your performance, like, lives up to them and what do you consider a failure?
3: I feel like... So I feel like Gerardo posted an inspiration that I was like, ooh, that's the good words. And this quote is like, he said, the master has failed way more times than like the beginner has even tried. And it's like, when you think about that, Mm. I was like, "Damn, yeah, let's fail. (laughs) Let's go fail. Like, let's go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there is no failure. Everything's like learning, like, I don't measure a day by a good or bad day. Each day is its own gift. Like each day is its own like journey. Like if you really think about it, you can't say it's that was a good day. That was a bad day. What happened? Do you understand what happened, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's kind of trippy to think about, but that's true. Cause like if you're saying a day is good or bad, it's really just by your own figment of what you think is good and bad, but you're just judging your own day. Yeah,
3: so that's a whole new approach to the day. You know, you, oh, what will I learn today? What will I evolve today? And I think that's key. I My uh, brand, the symbols, the turtle, you know, the turtle and the hare, it's not about, like I've heard from business people, like it's all about how can you see the brand evolving? How do you see 10 years ahead? The brands that die is because they don't have a vision for where to go forward if you don't know how to evolve, the world changes and you're not going to be able to fit and compete. So it's like the world changes around you, you have to too, if you want to keep up naturally. Like, um, I think like you have to embrace failure (laughs) and like realize that is how we evolve. Contrast is how we evolve. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree that failure is like very necessary for making artistic progression and I think I think a lot of at least my best work comes out of confronting something that I don't understand or that is frightening or sensitive or like something that I feel like I'm exposing something that's vulnerable about myself. And I think that's how I hope my artwork can connect to others is because I think there is so much vulnerability that's not spoken of. And so kind of like trying to reveal what I think is most authentic to myself and hoping that that can then resonate with others because they feel that and just don't have the language necessarily to talk about it. And so I think think when you're not confronting fear of failure, you can't really be making progress because you're sort of just staying within a safe bubble of what you know works for you. And then you're just gonna begin kind of repeating yourself, I think.
1: Yeah, I really love what both of you guys said, because with vulnerability, like you have to do something that's authentic to you, because if you're doing something that's not authentic to you, then it's not going to stick with you it has to be something that's gonna evolve with you and I really love how you rephrase just failure like rather than like look a lot of times like I look at failure and I associate it with like kind of getting down on myself but if I could like flip that perspective and like see like what is this taught like what is this teaching me like what's the lesson behind what I've just experienced and I feel like that can make me like look at failure from a different perspective and yeah yeah thank you guys for sharing
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no it's really good points all around um so i guess you know with each of your given um i guess art paths and uh and yeah just everything you guys are doing there's like a certain style right like with yoga i'm sure that you know you've developed your own style art videography um photography everything like that what do you think has been like crucial to developing that style and like Yeah. I guess for someone that's just getting into something and, you know, is still at their beginning phases where they're learning like the bare basics, how can they begin to implement some of their own style into what they're doing?
3: Yeah. To think about style, it's like, I always try to harmonize in a way with whoever I'm collaborating with. So I sort of try to blend whatever my style is with the style of a music artist that I might be filming and the sound of their song and the pace and the feeling and the color of their song. Um, But for me, I think I've always enjoyed a style that like highlights the human journey and the human endurance and the endurance of human spirit and like how we can face so much on our own as individuals. That's kind of been like, if I were to kind of encapsulate what I like to, I like to show like we have this exploding energy. We have this exploding spirit in us all like to, do all this stuff and it's what makes us live, makes us get up it makes us like do everything. So I was like, I feel like that, if I were to try to package it, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
2: kind of, I, I remember in more towards like middle school, knowing that I wanted to be doing artistic things. I remember like that going through my head, like like, oh, I wish I had my own style. Like, how do I find my own style? and i feel like now it's not really some like i don't really think of it as an achievable like thing i think i think everyone's style is constantly changing and what you may be like exploring one kind of like area or look to your work and you know that might just be a stage of ma- of many stages um i think it's it's a combination of exposing yourself to a lot of other work and just like information in general and seeing what you have an affinity towards because I think I think anybody has their own preferences and seeing what resonates with them, you can kind of pick and choose elements of of what you like in other artworks or anything and think about like, why do you like that and how can you implement similar things into your own work? And then I think it's a combination of of exposing yourself to a lot and then also to just keep making things because I think... In rendering something over and over again, it kind of begins to break down into like it's you're instead of just a maybe like a reflection of an image or something it begu- it begins to boil down into like what whatever those underlying structures are that you see in that object or what a subject or whatever
1: yeah, so it's like kind of like knowing thyself and seeing what are the same patterns or values that you see like over and over in the things that you do um, and Yeah, I I feel like a lot of it has come for me, like, by getting to know myself more and, like, seeing, like, what I'm about and, like, what makes me, like, feel alive and feel like I'm doing something in the world. Um, And, yeah, I think that's.
0: That's cool. So, um, you know, I guess, like, we're all on on this journey right now. Uh, We've all, like, at least started to you know invest time energy into like our given i guess projects everything that we're doing um if this was like i guess a mile race like what lap would you say you're on and there's four laps in a mile so keep that in mind
2: i'm not done with my first lap yeah i feel like i'm just learning to walk you know
1: Really? (laughs) yeah dude i'm still stretching still warming up Uh, uh.
0: Yeah, no, know. That's good. I mean, uh, it's good to hear that, too, because I feel like I don't know for you guys, but sometimes I'm like, I think it's honestly sometimes I'm trying to like limit my social media use, too. But sometimes I'm on the Internet and I'm like, these kids, they're like 16, they're 17 and they're like crushing it. And I'm like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, I don't know. It's just you feel like you're almost like they're on lap three and then you're on lap one and you're like oh fuck <laughs> like I don't want to be 40 and then still stuck on lap two but yeah I guess like another point on that would be like how is it, how has it been like in the whole process of like comparing yourself to others because i mean with anything i think competition is really good i don't know personally I'm, I'm kind of competitive and sometimes it drives me to make better work because i'm like oh shit this person's like stepping up their game and i'm all i'm over here and we start at the same time which means i need to step up my game so how's that been for all of you kind of balancing that competitive nature as well as you know just focusing on yourself
3: yeah i found like I've seen people that make you like, damn, I'm kind of lazy. And then you're like, then sometimes you're like, oh, screw that person. <laughs> but it's like, that's the totally wrong attitude. You should be like, whoa, how do they have all that energy? How do they have all that, like, motivation? What is what is in their tool belt that you need to put in your tool belt? Like, you could, you could use everything you see as like, oh, make me feel bad about myself. Or you could like use everything you see as like, oh, there's, there's, you could learn from people you don't like, you could learn from people you do like, there's something to take. Um, but like getting to that track meet, like, yeah, technology's evolved so much. I see kids that are like taking way better pictures than me that when I was like 15 and they're like 15 years old and it's like, damn. But then you think about why are they so good? Because they're approaching it like lap one. They're approaching it like, brand new beginners they're ready to go fail and do it and that's why they can like grow so fast and that's why kids are so smart and like innovative and you see all this is because we're trying to act all clever someone said this it was really powerful replace your cleverness with like curiosity because we everybody's trying to like confirm what they already know instead of like learn what's new and that's like the biggest issue about like how like why are we trying to be so defensive and protect our like idea of being legit or like cool or smart? Like, you know, then you're not gonna learn. You're not gonna like ask the questions that you should ask and figure it out.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree that you need to be open to learning and I think a lo- a big part of being artistic and creative is, is this kind of curi- curiosity driving us. Um, I think when comparing myself to others, I think it's important to try not to compare the outcome of your work and if anything, maybe take the time that they've put into their practice as inspiration of how much more you could be doing with your time. And I think you know nobody just has that amazing talent from square one. you know, like everybody's put in all this work and time. so I just try to take that as motivation to be more productive with my time.
1: Yeah. And someone once said to me that comparison is a thief of joy. And I've seen that within my life. And, you know, like, let's say I go on Instagram, and I just kind of go there and start scrolling randomly. And depending on like, what my intention is, that's gonna like dictate like how I feel towards a picture. So if I go on social media with the intention of like finding inspiration, then like, you know, I'm able to like see things from that perspective, like, oh, what are they doing? Like, what can I put in my tool belt? But if I just kind of mindlessly start scrolling and reading, then I'm like, "Oh, you know I'm already in that mindset where I'm more susceptible to just be like comparing myself um so I feel like it all it goes back to like what our intention is when when we're using these these platforms
2: yeah. to add to that, I think it's like going with social media, I think it's kind of important to recognize that you're you're constantly seeing the projected ideal of oneself and you know like everybody's trying to push out their best work and their best self and you're not always, you know, you have to keep in mind that everybody's human and is going through so many of the same creative or life, you know, questions that you're contemplating as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point. So I guess like, uh, you know, just some like final thoughts here. Like I know, Lucas, you had mentioned like using YouTube as a great uh, resource for learning more. Like what are some ways that you guys learn outside of, you know, college?
3: yeah you too you could like learn anything you could learn anything like sound I learned some of the best like inspiring words from SoundCloud it was a SoundCloud like podcast like everybody's talks shit about SoundCloud but I got some potent <laughs> strong words from SoundCloud for free and they stuck with me and they've like helped me that was like definitely a podcast called exponential intelligence is good Um uh, yeah I think um,
2: I think like going back to what we were saying earlier I think conversations I seem I think I get the most out of um, because I'm I'm used to I think I use writing a lot to navigate my thoughts and in doing that I think I understand pretty clearly like how my mind goes through ideas but then when I'm exposed to somebody else who has thought about or is thinking about similar things or different things then I'm, I realize how many different ways there are to approach something. And it kind of loosens up my mind mindset about things. And then I think also, um, just, yeah, I think just exposing yourself to a lot of content. Um, I think lately I podcasts and long, uh, free form interviews and, panels have been really helpful because i think similar to conversations you're you're able to watch somebody else like navigate their way through ideas and i think that's really helpful
1: yeah i totally agree with you guys like youtube and podcasts and i feel like the most potent like downloads i get are like when i'm in the flesh with someone and just like us like getting together here and like talking and hearing a our different processes and the different ways that we navigate through the world. Like, it's just like, Oh wow. Like you were saying, like, I didn't know people like process things that way. And, and yeah, just like being in 3d with one another. It's so cool. And yeah.
0: No, hundred percent. Um, so I guess like, what are you guys looking forward to in your own individual projects coming up? What are some things that you're like striving for at the moment?
3: Well, you know, I've been doing music videos, but like, it's not like really bringing in the dough. So I'm trying to like get like a professional uh, income with videography starting out and then getting like where I could support myself and start to make time uh, to like fund more of my other projects and get more people involved with that. So with like right now, I'm just in school, really trying to learn, find the right resources, explore more opportunities and kind of start to really start to like lay out the path because you can have a you can have an abstract idea of what you're going to do or you can like write like every detail of like what you're going to do and then like i don't know yet but i'm like would like to have more of a clear map going forward
2: yeah um i feel like there's just so many times where i feel like i've kind of have some things figured out and then it all just crumbles in front of me and i think that's so exciting so i think i'm just excited to keep making things and keep trying to learn because i think there's just so much i don't understand and through art making i think that's the most achievable way for me to make sense of things i think also i'm i'm excited to just like you know i feel like i'm learning a lot of the theory but i think i think putting in the the time and effort into applying that into practice you know because you can think and talk about your art as much as you want but you, you just have to actually make it so that it's a tangible thing
1: yeah I'm the type of person who tries to do way too many things at the same time so for, for me I know it'll be helpful if I get down and create some sort of vision some sort of roadmap that can serve as my guide and just being open to like skew off of that path if like I don't resonate with it anymore but like just setting forth some type of guide to keep me like focused in in a single direction um yeah
0: cool so um I can definitely relate to that because I do way too many things at once and it's like it's hard because you like put so much you have like so much energy but then once you put your energy in this direction this direction this direction, and then you're just like you're exhausted and then you're looking at each thing and it's like oh well why isn't this progressing more because you only gave like 5% to it versus like the 10% that you could have moved over to here so yeah I agree it's definitely something I will work on as well just like vision and finding things that align with that mission um, so like moving I guess if anyone's listening to this right now like where can they find out more information about you know your art and everything that you're doing maybe even DM you if they like you know resonate with your story
3: yeah uh i have instagram at Jareda Benicia. then i have the brand at stairway Shells, and then the creators network you can follow that too if you're in the area slow and you want to connect with more creatives that's uh creators network slow yeah um
2: I think I have kind of concentrated most of my content onto Instagram, and so that's at Lucas Wegmüller, L U K A S W E G M U L L E R, and that's where I post my art and beatboxing, and I have my email there and all that. If you want to contact me,
1: yeah, same. Um, on Instagram at Balanced Evolution or Balanced Underscore Evolution, and also at Expanding Hearts, and yeah, hit me up.
0: All right, thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. It was fun to talk about these different topics with you and kind of understand your own processes and everything like that. So, thanks a bunch. Yeah,
3: thank you. Thank you, so much. Tiffany. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was dope.
0: Bye, camera. Thank you. Thank you. Bye well guys that wraps up this episode of the work in progress podcast if you enjoy this episode make sure to leave a review on the apple podcast app it really does help to scale the show help more listeners know that this is something worth listening to and worth investing their time in if you guys also want to really support the show and maybe share with your friends make sure to take a screenshot while you're listening let me know why you like this episode and i'll be reposting those so you guys can get an additional shout out as well i really hope that you enjoy this podcast and if you don't know one of my goals for 2019 is to have work in progress be an iTunes top 100 podcast so I want to thank you for helping me get a little bit closer to that goal by listening to this podcast and by taking the time out of your day to listen to this interview or listen to this real talk I hope to see you on Wednesday for the real talk live streams and peace out.